With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, John Kelly here with Jeremiah Stringer. And we are ready to have an amazing night, guys. This is going to be fun. Uh, Jeremiah, we're going to do a little giveaway tonight. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm told. We're going to do a little giveaway. And it's, it's, it's like a total like nostalgia giveaway. Yeah, what do you got going on, man? Okay, I'm going to show you what we're giving away tonight. This is like totally just ridiculous, but we're going to give it away. Tonight, we're giving away the ChairPoint 5. Oh, your invention, your contribution to the backpacking world. The ChairPoint 5 is going out in honor of the fact that Helinox finally listened to me, and they created the Helinox Chair Zero L. Which is this chair? <laughs> I remember I mean, you. It's this chair. You made a video, literally talking about this is my invention. This is the way it should be done. Yeah, it's it's a chair because everybody who gets a chair zero will tell you, they will tell you point blank, those chairs are flimsy as all get out. I I know people that weigh one hundred and sixty five pounds that have broken those things. Well, my problem with the chair is that it's too short for my long legs. I. I don't know. It's super light. It weighs like a pound, but it the seat height is like eight inches or something. I looked it up the other day for a video I was making, and then I was comparing it to uh, what's the big Agnes one, the Skyline. Yeah, the Skyline UL. Yeah, and that said, oh, no, that's like, the no, that's the, yeah, that's the big Agnes. Yeah, Skyline UL. Yeah, that that seat height was like fifteen inches, and I was like, man, this is so much taller and more comfortable than the Chair Zero. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to be doing a video here soon comparing the Nemo. Uh, I forget what the name of the chair is. It's a, kind of a reclining chair. Mm-hmm. The uh, the Helinox and the Big Agnes. We're going to put them all together and see which one wins. So it should oh, be pretty interesting. That'd be good. Yeah, but we are going to be giving this one right here away with the beat up Miyagi resewn um, dynamic sack for it. So it should be pretty interesting to see uh, see how it goes. Doc Wilson is saying that would be. An upgrade to my Trekology chair. <laughs> That's Doc Watson, not Doc Wilson. Oh, Doc Watson. <laughs> it's been a long week, bro. It's been a long week. Hey, so also, just want to say a real thank, huge thank you to Andy Ackerman with the Super Chat. He was uh, saying thank you to the Backpacking Poopcast. Let's go. <laughs> the Backpacking Poopcast. <laughs> That's he just, he, just broke, he just broke the internet because he, uh, he set it up so that uh, we said poop early. Oh, in the video. yeah, he probably had a, a bet on that. I don't know what the over-under is on the how fast the poop talk is. Oh, I know. Sorry about that, Docky, because I've been called worse, LOL. <laughs> you know, speaking right. of the pooping, I, I talked to my buddy. You know, we talked last week with Dixie about the, uh, the poop hammock. And I talked yeah. to my buddy because somebody had left a comment or sent an email to us or something and was like, hey, I didn't see anything in stock. I checked the website. And then text him a buddy, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll put some more on there. So I sent Dixie the link. So maybe in a future video, we'll see if uh, she checks out that poop hammock. Well, and I actually commented back to the guy who wrote that and gave him the updated link 
for that for okay. the poop hammocks. So she she's or he's going to be able to get his hands on one of those porta privies if he's wanting to get one. So perfect. Uh, the comments are already kicking in. So here's the deal tonight, Jeremiah. Yeah. Before we do anything else, I want to show you a video. I've seen this. You haven't. Um, <laughs> okay. This past week, Miyagi and some other guys got the opportunity to go backpacking out in the ridiculous cold with the infamous Suge Emery. Um, and Suge actually did an impression of the backpacking podcast. Would you like to see that? Oh, I would love to see that. I haven't seen it yet. All right, here we go. Hey, John Kelly, what's up? I'm Suge. Hey, Jeremiah. I know you're real busy with your fifth graders, and you have voices kind of like Nicolas Cage makes John Travolta doing a southern accent. It's quite poetic and flows right out. And then there's John Kelly. I'm going to turn my head around backwards there. I doubt it doesn't sound like John, but this is me being John. Suge, I just want to know everything about hammocks. Have you been to Kentucky? Have I told you about the Red River Gorge? Today. <laughs> I haven't. Jeremiah, you tell him. Well, John, I wasn't prepared for that. I was thinking about my lesson plan for the fifth graders and this ginger hair I have. I know. Now, I'd go up to Minnesota, but my wife won't let me. <laughs> I got to show that to Bridget. Oh, my God. That's oh, my crazy. gosh. Man, I'll tell you oh. what. I love. I love Suge, man. He is just a good dude. He's just a really good dude. And <sighs> he's a friend of the channel. And, man, that's hilarious. That's just hilarious. Dude, that, so, was, that was hilarious. So, Jeremiah, what I want to do tonight, we're going we're gonna to do a little something here. And we are going to do natural or national park trivia. Uh-oh. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to – ask you some questions about the national parks and what I want to do. And a big thank you. Hey, uh, let's, let's make sure this gets up there. I was able to get that from Midwest backpacker. He hooked me up with that video. So Ooh, buddy. Yes, sir. Ooh, buddy. So very thankful to Jeremy for hooking us up with that video. Cause that was hilarious. Oh man. Super chat from Andy Ackerman, $20, man. Thank you very much. We appreciate that, man. He said that was, that was worth 20 bucks. Wow. So, Thank you, Andy. That was so nice. So, okay, so here's what we're going to do. I want to make this interesting, and we're going to give away this chair. And the way we're going to give away this chair is whoever answers the most questions right tonight is going to get this chair. But I can't just – like it, if we have like 50 people get all the answers right, it doesn't work. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask this question. We're going to give it a few seconds. We're going to talk about something. And the first two answers – the first two answers that we get for each one of these questions that aren't from you, they get points toward the chair. How many does point, that seem fair? How many points do they get? You get one point if you're the first person. You get two points if you're the, you get two points if you're the first person. You get one point if you're the second person. How much does the third person get? Nothing, because we're not counting them. Okay, all right, let's do it. So, What's so that's what we're question? gonna do, and uh, we'll give you a little bit of time, but it's gonna have to be you're gonna have to be quick. If now, you're online looking it up, trying to find the answers, somebody's going to get it before you. So uh. <laughs> let's give this a try. Well, I can't wait. To and and Jeremiah, Jeremiah, here's yeah. the thing, man. We did the backpacking and blisters podcast not too long ago. The national <laughs> parks were not your thing. No, so, I, I really, I really missed oh, that one. What we got? And uh, backcountry exposure. Devin's on here. He goes, let's go. He's probably going to win, to be honest. Oh, with you. yeah. Does he need the chance? He knows Does he these he national win? parks. 
What's that? Said, does he need the chair? Does he want to win? Well, he'll probably just give it to somebody else. All right, let's do it. Maybe he wants it. Maybe he wants the nostalgia. Maybe he's a fanboy of mine. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> see what Pizza Ninja says? I highly doubt that one. I highly doubt that one. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. The first question about the national parks is, what is the largest national park in the U.S.? Um, I'm going to say... Am I'll I say it. You got, you got to wait a few seconds. Tell me a little bit, Jeremiah, about uh, the next trip you're going on. Oh, that is a good question. I'm going to be heading somewhere in the Grayson Highlands. I'm not really organizing the trip. So if the people that are organizing the trip are listening right now, can you please let me know kind of what we're doing? All, all I know is we're going to end up in Virginia. Oh, yeah? That's about it. And maybe end up uh, running into some little ponies. I'm not really sure how it works, though. We have we have gotten the right answer. So we have not. somebody getting two points. We got a two-pointer already. Oh, well, so maybe I'm, I'm I should. kind of watching as you talk here. Maybe I should uh, use one of their guesses because I was I was going to say Zion. You're going to say Zion National Park? Yeah, nobody said we'll that. we give it a couple more seconds, and uh, it looks like we have two answers. We have our two answers. All right, what's the two answers? Okay, let me uh, let me get these written down real quick. It is the Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve in Alaska. At 13.2 million acres, it's larger than Yellowstone, Yosemite, and Switzerland combined. Oh my gosh, that's massive. It is a huge national park. So the two guys that got the points on this one were outside comfort zone, and backcountry exposure, Devin's on the board. Where did you, folks, watch out for you him. say that is? What's that? Where'd you say that national park is? Alaska. Actually, the top oh, four largest national parks are all in Alaska. You know, I seen Alaska, like, <laughs> to scale laid over the U.S. the other day, and I did not realize just how gigantic. I mean, it's massive. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like half the U.S., dude. It was insane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Okay, so we asked that question. So now, question number two. What is the largest outside of Alaska? What is the largest national park outside of Alaska? Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, am I supposed to wait a minute? Yeah, wait wait a couple minutes. Wait a couple minutes there. Oh, <laughs> oh Bridget. Your wife's out the- here right now. She just said, uh, said, just saw it. I would like to say I don't stop Jeremiah from anything. <laughs> yeah, she's very kind. She lets me go back, back, and she don't mind at all. Andy Ackerman, he said, uh, Alaska parks don't count because we didn't take that land by force. We bought it. <laughs> Andy. That's funny. Okay, uh, let's see. We have, we have two answers. We have two answers already. Oh, somebody gave it a quick goog, huh? I don't know if they gave it a quick goog or they just knew. So let's see. Let me make sure nobody got it before they did. John, the official no. role follower. Oh, dude, we got two people. What do you think it is, Jeremiah? Uh, I was going to say Zion National Park. It is Death Valley National Park. Death Valley. I saw a Glacier on there, too, and I thought for sure that was it. So here's, here's a little something about Death Valley National Park. The sprawling park, which is what it says, the sprawling park encompasses over 3.4 million acres, which is 5,325 square miles. 
of deserts, mountains, flats, and sand dunes and badlands in California and Nevada. Sounds like a cool place to go, man. I'm quite jealous of all the people that live out west and have uh, something like that so close. And I think, I mean, somebody can quote me on this if they want to, but I think it all Death Valley also has the lowest point in the United States. Oh, yeah. It's like Denali, Denali's the, the highest point in the United States. But I believe Death Valley has the lowest point. Somebody wants to correct me on that if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I've read that somewhere. Is it below sea level? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought so, so, okay. Jeremiah. Yeah. You're struggling so far. Well, I've said Zion twice. It's bound to be the answer eventually. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. None of these are, are Zion. Oh, boy, I would have been on a losing streak the entire show. I'll tell you I, that right now. I'm going to give you that one. None of these from here on out are going to be Zion. Okay. Not I'm, a single one. I'm looking at people's comments and my strat. Well, I'll tell you my strategy after you read the next question. Go ahead. Okay. The next question is, what is the smallest national park? Okay. So my strategy, since I don't know any of the national parks, is to cheat by looking at, looking at all the other people's previous answers and then deciding which one I think best fits. So I we're, got all, you. we're all getting an education here. See, this one's going to take a minute because everybody, I haven't seen any. Let me see if we can get down here and get some answers from this. Uh, let's see. What if nobody ever gets it? If okay. they don't get it, then, oh, and yes, Death Valley. Here we go. This is good. Death Valley is the lowest. So, and this is something I love to see. You are not wrong, John. <laughs> not wrong about what death valley about death valley so let's see i'm seeing a lot of answers i have not seen the correct answer yet so it's this the, one might be one that gets people because it's, it's a tricky one i didn't realize i didn't realize this one was as uh was actually considered a national park i had to look it up and make sure that it was the right answer well i looked up about the death valley situation lowest yeah. point 282 feet below sea sea level. It's the bad water. And it's basin. also the hottest place in the country too, isn't it? Um, I don't know if it's the hottest place or not. I'm not sure. Oh, we have our first correct answer that just popped up. Make sure nobody got it before them. Oh, and it's a new it's a new contender. Okay, we got two answers. We got two answers. Oh, I think outside comfort zone stepped right in and snatched that up. I think you're right. He well, he got he got second. So, man, he's on a roll, dude. Okay, so here's it's Gateway Arch. Gateway Arch is actually considered a state park. I'm going to read, read this to you. Gateway Arch National Park in Missouri, formerly known as the Jefferson National Expansion Memorial. This iconic park and arch in St. Louis is no bigger than 91 acres and is by far the smallest U.S. national park. Can While you um, read the next question, can you – I think that you got it pulled up there that it'll let me share my screen. Yeah, I'll pull it up right now. Let's see here. Let's bring this one up. There you go. Yes. Gateway Arch. Had no idea it was even uh, a national park, but I guess that makes sense. Go ahead and read yeah, your... Yeah, I had uh, no idea. Either. Go ahead and read your next question there, John. 
Well, I want to put this out here. Uh, you guys all might be in trouble because Outside Comfort Zone has gotten a point for every single one of these. He's got five points so far through the first three questions. Smartest guy I know. Yeah, he may be ending up with a chair point five. That's pretty sweet. So okay, so let's uh let's get to the next question, Jeremiah. Yeah. What is the most visited national park in the nation? Oh, now, I got one, this I one. Be able to get. I got this one. I'm gonna go this ahead. This one's and, probably get some quick answers. I'm thinking. I'm gonna go ahead and pull this one up on my know, side. So whenever you get ready for my answer, I already got the uh, pictures and the screen ready. <laughs> Andy Ackerman just put on here. New strategy. Whatever outside says, rush to copy. You're smart there, Andy. That's oh, a good strategy. We got strategy. two answers. We got two answers. Okay. Well, I hope mine is correct as well because um, if it's not, that's embarrassing. Not too All embarrassing. Right. Facts are optional. What? What's your answer, Jeremiah? All right, I got it. I got it here. It is Smoky Mountain National Park. It is actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, visited more than double the next closest national park. Some people would say it is loved to death, and uh, I think they may be partially correct because they put in a lot of strict regulations there. You know, you got to. Only camp in designated areas. You you know you have to uh, schedule your shelters ahead of time, etc. And they have like uh, bear hanging equipment at every shelter. Well, according to Rocky Top Wrangler, that's why the Chinese balloon crossed over there. They thought it was the McDonald's. <laughs> well, it's definitely He's talking about enough. the Gateway Arch. He's talking about the Gateway Arch. Um, okay, so a little bit about the uh, Smoky Mountain National Park. More than fourteen million people visited the Smoky Mountains National Park in 2021, um, which was a new record, making it by far the most visited park in the net or the most visited national park in the U.S. So how about that one, man? Look at that picture, man. That's beautiful. That is epic. Smokies are gorgeous. All right. Are you ready for the next question, Jeremiah? Let's do it. What is the least visited national park? In the U.S. Oh, the least visited. Now, that is tough. This one I didn't, I mean, some of these I never even heard of. So, there are, I think, 62 national parks right now. And uh, some of these I I heard about for the first time today when I was researching this stuff for the, the podcast. Yeah. Even the popular ones I don't know off the top of my head. Yep. Let's see. I'm trying to see if anybody's getting this one. Oh, that? Okay. Somebody almost got it. Let's see. Another one that was close. Yes. Nobody's gotten it yet. Nobody's gotten it. Not even outside comfort zone has gotten this one. I'll Royale. I see people putting Samoa on there when I, I put that, so. I'll Royale. That is uh, near the UP, right? Yep, and it is one of the, the least visited. I can't yeah, tell you that. And I'm pretty sure that you actually have to take a ferry there. You can't just yep. uh, show up, you know. You're out in the yep. water. Oh, we've got one answer correct. One answer correct. <laughs> is the answer something in Alaska? <laughs> it is in Alaska, yes. <laughs> that's what, look, Bridget, that's what she said, something uh, in Alaska. Yeah, I saw that. There it is right there, something in Alaska. Okay, we got two answers. We got two answers. So, Jeremiah? Uh-huh. What's your answer, man? 
Uh, I'm going to go with Gates of the Arctic. It is Gates of the Arctic. Uh. It is Gates of the Arctic National Park and Preserve in Alaska with no roads or trails and a landscape carved by glaciers with just 7,362 visitors. It was the least visited national park of the year. Wow, dude. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, man. You want to pull that up? Yeah, I got it right here. You have. Let's see what that looks like. I mean, it looks remote. They even have a bear. They got a good shot of a bear catching a salmon. Well, they say you don't want to go up there unless you are ready because um, it is it is brutal, apparently. Like, there are no trails at all. And the wildlife, they most of them don't know what humans are because they just don't see them. So, uh, yeah. It's supposed to be absolutely beautiful, but they they've got groups that'll take you up there, uh-huh. and uh, will take you on tours of it and everything. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Our winner, guess who got it right first? Is it outside comfort zone? You would be correct on that one. Yes, and then right. Trail Eagle got number two on that one. So, are you ready for question number six, Jeremiah? I am. Okay, question number six. What is the first and oldest park? The first. This one I think a lot of people are going to get. First and oldest national park. Yep, Mm. first and oldest. Well, I'm going to guess it's not in Alaska because Alaska was one of the later states. I think 49th, wasn't it? 49th state to join the U.S. I think so. So I'm guessing it's not in Alaska, but... I have nope. no idea when the national park. Oh, were we founded. got our answers. Yellowstone. Of course, it's Yellowstone. It's absolutely Yellowstone. Michael Brown got it first, and guess who got second? Who got second? Outside comfort zone. That's a point. Yep. Have Dude, you seen the show? Tearing it up. Have you seen the show? No, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. Well, you're missing so, out, dude. Kevin Costner. I heard it's good. So so let me read you a little bit about Yellowstone. All right, go ahead. Yellowstone National Park in Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho, the nation's first national park established in 1872, has so many iconic features it's almost impossible to list them all. Yeah, click over on me. Let's see some of the features. Yeah, let's see this. We got, of course, the geysers. Yeah, Old Faithful. Produced by... What do you think's making these uh, geysers shoot up in the air? It's got to be heat and pressure, huh? Voodoo magic. Magma close to the surface, who knows? Yeah. I don't understand. It's- what is the deal with the coloring on the uh, the water here? Well, outside comfort zone. Tell us about the coloring on the outside of this. <laughs> you think you'd know? I, I, dude, the guy's unbelievable today. He is He is nailing stuff. Right now, just nailing it. He's on it, man. Yellowstone, uh, they've had a lot of tragedy tragedy and disaster the last little bit, right? And they have yeah. a ton of flooding, and, you know, they pretty much closed up shop there for a while. Well, isn't Yellowstone also the one that's, like, right on um, two te- like where two te- tectonic plates meet? They're on a fault line? Uh, Well, I don't remember learning that in science class, but I'd say you're right. I mean, that would kind of explain uh, all of the phenomenon and the features that you were just talking about a minute ago. Yeah, I I think that may be it. Okay, so here it is. 
The colors are for minerals from the hot springs. Oh, there you go. You just want to make sure you don't end up at the train station, if you know what I'm saying. If you Absolutely. If you haven't seen the show, you have no idea what I'm saying. Yeah, I know nothing about the show, but I'm just going to assume that other people do. So, All right, Jeremiah, you got one more chance. One chance to beat. One more question. This is my one chance. One more question. You only got one shot tonight. One shot. Chance to show. Do not miss your chance to blow because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Here we go. So it is, what is the newest national park in the United States? Oh, the newest. Hmm. Well, let me go back. Uh, didn't John? <laughs> John have? Oh, that is so funny. He's seen the what, show. What did John. I miss? He's seen the oh, show. Didn't John Dutton discover Yellowstone? <laughs> we haven't started watching the prequel yet, and I haven't seen the latest season. Uh, Indiana Dunes. That's a good one. She's a Hoosier. Well, we do. We do have the answer already by two people. Oh, my you're not going to believe who got it first. Uh, I'm going to guess underground, huge underground volcano was the answer. No. Mm, that but must have been the explanation for Yellowstone. The answer is the New River Gorge in West Virginia. Oh, the New River Gorge. Yeah, the New River National Park and Preserve in West Virginia may be one of the oldest rivers in the world, but it's also the namesake of America's newest national park. The New River National Park or New River Gorge National Park and Preserve. So you got pictures of that up there, Jeremiah? I do. It looks like uh, a lot of the pictures really feature this bridge. At one point, I think that was the highest wow. bridge in the country. Gosh. That goes over the so New River. Beautiful. Well, that makes sense. I mean, look at that could be a lake, man. I'm so glad that they didn't dam it up and flood it. It is so oh, gorgeous. As that's one thing that's terrible about the gorges is they've buried so many under man-made lakes. Because I mean, look yep. look at the beauty that you would never see if we had to put oh, that under water. Well, that was that was what they were going to do with the Red River Gorge at one point back in the 70s. They were going to dam it up and fill it with water. Yeah, thank God they didn't, dude. That's our playground. I know, man. That's home for us. Yeah, that is home for us. So, uh, let's go ahead. Let me see if I can. Uh, you got the point totals? You got it totaled up there? I'm going to be honest. Um, I think there's a clear right here. There's clear a group of YouTubers here. that go there a ton and talk a ton of trash about Red River Gorge. What? Why do they talk trash about Red River Gorge? Okay, I want to pull this up so people can actually see it. Look at this. Why would people do that? There's a group of YouTubers who go there a ton and talk a ton of trash about Red River Gorge. Gather the troops, Jeremiah. <laughs> There's no troops together. Oh, my. And it's funny. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing some context or something. I don't really know why you would uh, talk trash about a different gorge besides just like probably um, maybe trash is the wrong words. Maybe stating facts about how it's overvisited and parts are dirty and stuff. Or maybe they're insecure. That could be it, too. <laughs> Those so. were not my words, and I have nothing to do with what John Bring on the said. turf war. Here it is, man. It's a Gorge Gang turf war. Let's go. <laughs> the Red River Gorge versus the New River Gorge. Well, I'll tell you what, they're young. Maybe they're just inexperienced. New River Gorge, the newest national park that's been founded. So with 12 points and running away 
with this thing. It is outside comfort zone. It's not even close. Like the next closest, I think, is four points. I think Mike. I take it back. Michael Brown has five points. So Michael Brown, heck of a job, man. But the winner with twelve points, and who will soon be the owner of the Chair Point Five, is Mister Outside Comfort Zone. He's a nice guy too, man. I got to backpack yeah, with him. Uh, I think multiple times. Most recently was in the Smokies, where there's a bunch of us on that trip. Yeah, I remember seeing the videos from that. So uh, you'll have to get with me, man. Like I think we're friends on Instagram. Send me a, a message with like your address and everything, and I'll shoot this your way. So I want to see it in a video, though. I want to see you post it in one of your videos. <laughs> Since you're a YouTuber, uh, you, you now have a, you now have homework on that. So there's yeah, that. and also uh, outside comfort zone. Tell Champ I said hello. We we'll have to get the gang all back together and uh, I guess take on a turf war. I didn't see that one coming, but uh, apparently we're in a war that y'all just invented. <laughs> hey, we just got a uh, super chat for five dollars from Aaron Jones, Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Now is that in Ohio? Wow, that sounds like an Ohio park. Cuyahoga. Nice job nailing the pronunciation. Yeah, well, I lived in Ohio, so. But I really feel like that's an Ohio National Park. Did you find it? Oh, it's beautiful, dude. Oh, yeah? I think I think I got the right. Looks like waterfalls. I, it, I'm not seeing where, it, uh, where it's located, though. I'm not sure on that one. Yeah. Oh, Ohio's Hidden National Park. By Cincinnati Magazine. Is. Yep, you're exactly right. That's pretty cool, man. Hey, speaking of Ohio, have you seen the, uh, I don't know what, what the official name is, like Serpent Mount or something like that in Ohio? No. Well, to me it's very interesting. Other people might not think it's super interesting. I'll give you the short of it because, like I said, some people might not be as enthused with astronomy as me, but it is basically this um, this serpent made from Earth in Ohio. Where Are you talking about the Indian Mounds down yeah, in Athens, Ohio? The Indian Mounds, and they line up with different constellations or solstices. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'd like to go check that out, even though it wouldn't be very hiking. No, it's it's kind of in town, really, a lot of those. So funny reason why I know about those, man. My dad used to make golf clubs. I didn't did I tell you this? No. Have Do you golf? Yep. I mean, I did at one point, but it got too expensive. Hiking was cheaper. So, uh, but my dad made golf clubs and uh, a lot of the parts he got from Athens, Ohio. Wow. So we'd always drive down there from our house and we'd pick up, you know, different, uh, different things from there. But there's a bunch of Indian mounds down there in, uh, in Southern Ohio. Well, I got a confession to make. Oh, no. Never golfed before confession. in my entire life. Not You've one never time. golfed? Nope. Not once. I did. I had this class in high school. It was called Sports Around the World or Sports Across the World, something like that. And uh, I'm going to be honest, man. It was an easy class. Some days we'd go out and we'd kick field goals on the practice football field. Some days we'd go to the tennis court. In fact, our final exam was Just Dance on Nintendo Wii. You had to complete two songs in class. That was the final. So one day, our teacher, shout out Miss Baker, took us to um, the driving range. And that was about my experience until 
my birthday last year where we went top golfing and that's it golfing that's definitely a learned skill mad respect what are you chuckling about ben mcmillan just posted something he goes he, let me put this up here it says hiking is cheaper lol guessing john's wife is watching <laughs> yeah, golf clubs are expensive and going golfing is worse well but he's right i mean it's not that backpacking's cheap i just think it's cheaper than golf dude did i tell you about that time that bridget and i we um we took his vacation down to the St. Augustine area, and there's a hurricane? No. Okay. I'll tell it to you real quick. I, w- I want to hear. So we get I, – I don't remember if it's fall or spring break. Which one would hurricane season be? I live in Kentucky. We don't really get hurricanes. Would spring. it be – So it would be in April. Fall are usually the two, aren't they? Yeah, but which would it be, in April or would it be in October that you'd be getting the hurricane? Hurricane? Hurricane. Oh, hurricanes are in the fall. Okay, so then it would have been fall break. Okay, this was several years ago, probably like seven, six or seven years ago. So I had a friend at work, and her family had a timeshare down there, and they couldn't cancel it. Their trip was already booked, and this was like the week before. And they were like, we'll we'll sell it to you. You can have the whole week for like $500. And it was on the World Golf Resort Museum or something outside St. Augustine. Um, I think Arnold Palmer designed part of the court, like half of the holes on the course or something. I don't know. It's some fancy golf place. Well, I knew that there was a hurricane coming and I was like, I'm afraid that we're going to drive down there and have to turn around and drive back because that's like a 12 hour drive for me. Yeah, it's a long uh, drive. I'm making it next week. (laughs) Well, you're going to see then (laughs) bring plenty of podcast. So we, we put, I made, I wrote us up like a little contract. And I was like, hey, we're paying you $500 for this, but if we have to evacuate before the date of whatever is up, then we get half our money back. And sure enough, we got two days in. Bridget and I went and like visited the fort and stuff, St. Augustine. We went uh, to the little shopping areas and got ice cream and shopped. And then the next day, they were like, there's a hurricane com- uh, coming. Y'all are going to have to evacuate tonight. And so oh gosh. we stayed down there two days and then drove back home, enjoyed the rest of fall break. If what you're saying is true about the hurricanes, we drove back uh, and hung out the rest of the time back here in Kentucky where it was cold. But better oh, than a hurricane. That, I think it's a lot better than a hurricane. Uh, Delta Safari said, I was the first to answer October. Can I have two points for that? I was the first to answer October. October for what? Wait, wait, oh, the uh, hurricanes? What you talked about <laughs> <laughs> i thought he's going back to the trivia i was like what <laughs> that was funny that was really funny okay <laughs> so smart. there's been a side conversation going on okay, while we've been sitting here talking okay let's get in it and and the very first one is from stanley tam and he says i'm getting a feeling there's a decent presence up here in canada more specifically ontario so anyone want to petition for them to come up here and do a trip oh. i mean that would be fun and then uh, John Hebb responds with, have you guys heard of Canada? Oh, the old Canadia, eh? Old Canadia. And then Leonidas says, Canada? I've heard of poutine. I've and then of all of a sudden, the poutine comments are coming out. Poutine. Oh, yum. my God. Here we go. Love again with me the... some poutine. Got to have that gravy heavy, though. <laughs> well, here we Back go. Backcountry with... poutine party. Let's go, fam. <laughs> Have you had poutine? No, we talked about it before. I can't even remember what it is. 
French fries and gravy, man. Oh my gosh. No, I don't want poutine. What? Why don't you want poutine? Do you like mashed potatoes and gravy? Uh, I usually get a half serving of gravy. I feel like it's empty but, calories. But but you like it, don't you? Uh, yeah, I like gravy. Who doesn't like gravy? Are we talking about the brown gravy that you get at KFC? That kind of gravy? They got all kinds of different kinds of gravy they use. Are you telling me poutine? But the brown gravy, I think brown gravy is the normal one they use. Hey, check this out. Another super chat from Aaron Jones, $5. Have either of you guys backpacked Shawnee State Forest? I have not. No. Where, where is Shawnee State Forest? Is that in Ohio too? I feel like it is. I just don't. It's not that I hate Ohio. I just don't make it up that way a whole lot for backpacking. Because when if you could choose Ohio or Tennessee, like the Smokies area, I'm usually going to yeah. go with the Smokies area just because, you know, you get bigger views and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, I forgot, too. I, uh, Doc Watson reminded us. And cheese curds. They put cheese curds on it, too. Oh, now, I'll tell you, the first time I had a cheese curd was when Miyagi drove down here to visit. And that was like that was the first time. That was like two or three years ago. Yep, that was the first. I'm so uncultured, man. My friends make you fun didn't of get me it from like Culver's or something like that. No, I didn't even know Culver's had cheese curds. Oh yeah, it's from Wisconsin. Hey, which is better, the Culver's um, malts? Is that what they call them? Their ice cream? No, it's like a blizzard. Oh, they call them concrete mixers. Concrete mixers, yeah, those are good. Okay, which is better, Culver's concrete mixers, McFlurry of your choice, or it's Blizzard? Not the Just go ahead and take that one <laughs> or, off the list. Or, or wait a second, let's go back to the McFlurry. You can't get a McFlurry most of the time, dude. I have called. I'm talking your about ice cream machine. Ahead. Never works. Never works. I called ahead to McDonald's the other day because I took my dogs to the vet and I said, "Hey." Are you, is y'all's ice is y'all's ice cream machines working? I want to get like a pup cup or whatever. And they said yes. I drove there. Literally, I don't know if they lied to me on the phone or it stopped working from the time I called to the time I got there, or the person at the register just didn't want to get ice cream. But I got in line and everything got up there, and I was like, I'm going to take uh, two ice creams in the cup. And like the ice cream machine's not working. Literally called ahead from the vet's office, or. Did hey. you know there's a whole conspiracy theory about that too? Oh, let's hear it. There is there is a documentary on YouTube about it. About a what? guy who actually went out and did research and found out that the company that makes the ice cream machine has a deal with McDonald's. Now, this is not my information. This is information from this this documentary. <sighs> and in that documentary, they say that the uh the ice cream machines are intentionally made to have this warning signal. That will tell you it's broke down when it's not. Now, do you and you can't that? get anybody but the people that run that company to come down and fix the machine. So can you use it even though the light's on? No, it, it shuts it down so you can't do it. So this guy came up with this thing that you could install so that when the light came up, you, you could bypass it and still use the ice cream machine. Uh-huh. That company found out about it, and I, either they sued the guy or um, McDonald's told all their all their stores they're not allowed to use it. Wow. Is that jacked up? Yeah, and I like McDonald's ice cream. I think it's okay. I never I never eat McDonald's, but if I do get something, I'm trying to get an ice cream. And dude, if you got a Dairy Queen down the street, stay away from McDonald's ice cream. Dude, one time I had a craving for McFlurry and I had to have it. And Bridget and I were in Macon, Georgia. 
And I drove to three separate McDonald's to get that McFlurry. Wouldn't you think it'd be time to just like give up on McDonald's ice cream? Well, sometimes, dude. You or gotta... is, it, is it? Has it become like the uh, that creature you can't attain, that thing that you just can't get? And so now it's more about the adventure of actually trying to get it when it's there. Well, you know those people that have to have a Diet Coke every day from McDonald's? Like the one in the yeah. styrofoam cup. Okay, I'm that same person for McFlurry, but every six years, where theirs is every day. Sometimes you just... Every six years? <laughs> yes, sometimes you just got to have a McFlurry. Like, I remember whenever I was living in um, Ecuador, and the one thing that I wanted was Taco Bell, but I just couldn't get it. And the, I mean, that was the first thing I wanted whenever I got back to the U.S. I ate it directly after we left the airport. Sometimes you get... You know, a hankering for something, and you just got to have it. I mean, it's whatever you think, man. It's whatever you <laughs> Sometimes think. I've McFlurry. never had a moment where I've been like, I've got to get a McFlurry. So, okay, snap that's back. Just me. Or hey, check. the blizzard of your blizzard. choice. So, yeah, dude, you got lost in the question. That whole thing was that whole thing was just a uh, a sidebar conversation about which is better, the concrete mixer. The McFlurry, Oreo, or M&M, or a blizzard of your choosing. And if so, which blizzard? It's always going to be the blizzard for me. Like, the concrete mixers are good, but for me, it's a blizzard. Okay, and what flavor blizzard is that? Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. With cheesecake, right? What? (laughs) Somebody at work? No. (laughs) Somebody somebody at work a few weeks ago or like a month ago, it snowed. In Kentucky, and so when it snows, you get buy one, get one blizzards. Right, right. And they said, you know, if you get Reese's, you need to throw cheesecake in there, and you get a a Reese's cheesecake blizzard. I said, all right, count me in. So I I tried a mini that day. You haven't tried it, apparently. No, no, I'll try it. I'll try everything once. Uncultured, just like me. It's okay. No, no, no. I'm cultured. I've just never heard of that in my life. That's that's completely different. It's that okay sounds be, like a very Kentucky thing. It's all right to be uncultured, John. You don't have to be defensive. <laughs> okay, so speaking of uncultured, <laughs> we have been, the poutine conversation never stopped. Oh, my Canadians gosh. like to make pizzas with potatoes on it. Do they make freeze-dried poutine? <laughs> poutine is the best. Poutine pizza, right, Pizza Ninja? This one, gravy all dripping down your beard. Oh, my God. How's this going and, on in the chat? And I'm up for poutine pizza. Like, I'm telling you, man, everybody wants to talk about that poutine. But okay. the comment I want to bring up. Let me see this poutine. I'm going to Google it. I want to see. The comment The comment I want to come up with, man, the, the one that I want to I want to bring up, uh-huh. because I think this one in particular is, I think this is something that needs to happen. Is this related to the poutine? No. Okay, before, no. You, before we leave the poutine... Yes. I have something to show you on my screen. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. There it is, man. Special treat. Mm-mm, yep. Mm, that looks terrible. Poutine <laughs> 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 pizza. I, I guess I didn't even spell it right. So. That's all right. That's all right. All right, go ahead. So the question I want to ask you, and this is important. Are you ready for this? Yep, let's hear it. How much of a super chat for Jeremiah to polar plunge on a frozen lake? Oh my gosh, a polar plunge! A polar plunge! If we could put a price on it, 
If we could put a price on it, what would it take for you to polar plunge in a frozen lake? Well, we'll have to go a little bit deeper here. Are we? What are we doing with this money? I don't know. Buying whatever the heck you want. It's your money. Oh, I get to I'll keep give all. You the, the, I'll give you the whole super chat for that. The whole super chat for a polar plunge. Be your super chat. Well, you know, I would try the ice bath and that kind of stuff. So I'm not against a polar plunge, but what's that really consist of? Do you have to break ice and jump in, or do you just jump in a really cold pond that's not frozen? Well, I know that. Uh, <laughs> hold up. Uh, ben McMillan, $4.09 for a medium sized blizzard. <laughs> Dude, do you know how much a large blizzard is now? It's like seven bucks or something. Yeah, it's like six or seven bucks. I said, Bridget, back in my day, a large blizzard was just two ninety nine. Wow, that just happened. Yeah, on dude. the backpacking podcast just now. I'm turning into the old guy. Oh man, that's funny. Okay, so so the guys just did a polar plunge on that trip with Suge, and I believe they dug out the hole in the ice. And then jumped in. Well, the number one thing I'd be afraid of is like a, some kind of cardiovascular incident. So mm. I think it would be a pretty hefty price tag. We got to put a, a specific dollar amount on it. Uh, Yeah, you get to put it on there. Hmm. Well, I do got the Camino coming up. I could use an extra 10 grand to help uh, live in luxury while i'm over there so 10 grand yeah i think i'd do it for 10 grand well, look at this he says poke a hole in 24 inches of ice and get after it and then a hot tent right after it uh yeah i definitely have to have the hot tent and stuff ready because i would be pretty much hypothermic i <laughs> confidently say yeah you don't do cold well i don't know dude you know right now you see that Yes. I see that. Is it a blanket? Got a blanket over my legs, man. I told you I was cold. It's like 60-some degrees right now. Well, at my house, it's 68, but inside, it's 71. So 71's cold? <laughs> Just a little bit, man. I've been working on this uh, fat loss competition at work, and the lower my body fat percentage gets, the colder I get easier. In fact, I'm starting mm. to think it's not worth it. Maybe I should put on about... 60 pounds, and I wouldn't have to worry about carrying this blanket around. Yeah, but you'll feel it on your knees and your back when you go backpacking. Trust me. I oh, know. Oh, yeah, I'd say you're right. Yeah, it's probably not okay, a good so idea. People, people are commenting on your polar plunge. Okay, I feel like it was way outside the budget. So they said uh, you would charge the same price as your merch. <laughs> um, That's a good one. Uh, Jeremiah, you've always wanted to visit Iceland. Maybe this is how you pay for it. Oh, you know... I would go to Iceland and do a polar plunge if somebody were going to pay for it. Heck yeah. So he'll do it after he releases his merch. <laughs> yep. You got that right, Riff. And then Jeff Peters says, Jeremiah has to wear go-next gear for the plunge. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about what you would wear. So here's another question. This is a, a completely different one. Um, how much of a super chat for Jeremiah merch? Uh, well, it doesn't exist, so I'm not really sure how to uh, how to get you that. I don't know. Doc, why don't you email me, and uh, I'll send you one of these stickers that Girl Plus Dog Adventures made me. That could work, but you still don't have... 
you still don't have the real merch. Merch. You don't have merch. I did see a comment earlier from Sean MC that asked where I lived in Ecuador. He visited Yant Zaza once. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but I lived in Quito, which is the capital city. And it has uh, a it's not a diet. <laughs> Quito. It is also a diet, a diet, but it's spelled with a Q. The capital city of Ecuador housing millions of people, which is totally different where I live now, which is only like 10 or 15,000 people. So that's a big time culture shock. We lived there for a month and I was student teaching, but I haven't heard of the place that you visited. We visited a few other places, but uh, can't recall what they are off the top of my head. So poutine sounds like something you would get in trouble for when talking about it in mixed company. That's what I was thinking too, man. I still got poutine pizza uh, pulled up on my computer over here. <laughs> Andy Ackerman with a four ninety nine super chat banana hammock polar plunge. Let's I'll pitch in. Let's go. Oh, we might have to charge more than ten grand for the banana hammock polar plunge. That's a tough. You think one, so? Andy. Yeah, yeah. You at least got to keep your dignity about you. If you're not going to keep your dignity, how much does it cost to sell out? What if you uh, What if you just wear Miyagi shorty shorts? That's the same as a banana hammock. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man okay so jeremiah it, uh, it's about that time to start winding this thing down um what do you got coming up here in the in the near future man uh i got some clips that i'm wanting to show you to wrap up the show with okay i dropped them in a, a folder for you on our google drive for the backpacking podcast all right I'll pull these up real quick. I play them on my computer, but I don't think I can get the uh, audio to come through. And I think it's important for you to hear and see what's about to happen. Now, it all has to be in there, huh? Well, I only have four clips to show you. And they go in order from one being the, uh, the one that I'm least excited to show you to four being the most excited to show you. Okay, so all four of them. I need to get my hands on all four of these, right? You need to get them ready. Get them ready to go. Okay. And play number one first, followed by number two, followed by three, followed by four. And you can talk about them as much as you want in between the clips. But I am most excited to show you four. I think each one is less than 60 seconds. I think most are like 15 to 20 seconds. All right. All right. I'm going to pull up this first one. Let me get the file choose or choose, chosen. Um Man, I've been living in Kentucky too long, man. Okay, while you're What's doing that, on? Jeff Peters asked if we have any big guests coming up. Actually, John is in the talks with a couple of guests. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what's set in stone yet, so I don't really want to say who. And nothing, nothing is set in stone yet, but we do have uh, a couple new guests that are going to be on. They've never been on before. Um, one of them is Canadian. So... Oh, we do that, have that going for us. There's a little hint, a little Canadian. Yeah. Hey, you think they'll want to talk about poutine? Uh, I'm sure if we ask nicely, they probably would. Now, we are getting a little bit of flack how we haven't been talking about poop. So, Well, well, uh, do you want to talk about poop real quick? Nope, I want to show you the clips. Well, Jeremiah, it's not letting me download the number four. Oh, man, that's the one I'm most excited about. Let me try it again. It's 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 not downloading it. It's scanning for viruses. What did you send me? Oh, you had to click. You don't have to worry about scanning for viruses. What? 
<laughs> you have to click. You don't have to worry about it. You, can, you should be able to skip that. Um, well, it's not doing that. But anyways, here, let's show the first video first. How's that okay. sound? Yep, go ahead. Here we go. All right. First video, <laughs> if you're just... If you're just listening to this, there's a guy. <laughs> oh my God, it gets me every time. It gets me every time. There's a guy, he's he's hiking and he's in jeans. And it's. <laughs> oh, he went face first. Okay, for people listening, uh, listening to the audio only version of this, we just watched the guy trying to walk up a hill in the snow. His feet. Go completely out from underneath him, and the poor guy just goes face first into the ground. He's 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 wearing like Sperry's and jeans, and they're hiking in the middle of the winter. Uh, can anybody hear me whenever we're uh, whenever we're watching the videos? I'm just curious. Uh, I can make it so they can if you would like to be heard. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like to be heard. Because what if I want to talk about the video during the video? Oh, we could do that. We could do that. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, Let's go to the next video. This is video number two. <laughs> I've been curi curating these for you, John. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay, it's winter time here, obviously. Oh, man. Look at that. One crack right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the dog, dude. Can you imagine? <laughs> Imagine that whole thing cracks and you're taking a uh, a polar plunge, not by choice, just because you just decided to jump up and down on the oh ice in the middle God. of this lake. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. All right, you ready for this last one? Because four is not downloading. It okay. just it hates us. I'll play four. Wait, wait, it, oh, wait, hold up, hold up. I'm, a, I'm able to get it now. Oh, I got it. Okay, all right. It, it's good. downloading, so we'll hey, play it last. Okay. Did you look at the? Uh, <laughs> did you look at the comments? Uh, did someone hit Jeremiah with the tranquilizer dart? <laughs> what? I didn't even see that one. Uh, some people are uh, asking Jeremiah about... hacked your computer. Um, some... I'm always, I always go number one when I'm going number two, but my number two pauses for, okay. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Oh, I've seen this. I've actually seen this one. Yeah, dude, I hope that he is strapped in up there. Now, they're strapped in to that, that thing behind him. Oh, my gosh. All right, you can go ahead and stop it. All right, thanks. Okay, yeah, that I'm not doing that one. Yeah, so <laughs> that one is I'm absolutely – that, one. <laughs> that one's in – Same, dude. So they have a hiking route that I would consider climbing, and it's basically these um, pieces of rebar that are bent and drilled into the side of this rock face. And it's literally just you on the side of the rock face, and if you fall to the left, you fall like 500 feet just into a canopy or a plain. I mean, it is insane. You just fall into your death. Yeah, you're basically going to die. But I think that they had them harnessed in there, I'm pretty sure. Man, that's insane. Okay, you want to see this last one? I'm most excited for this one. Let's see. All right. Make, make sure you watch to the end. 
says uh, cameraman is lucky to survive this avalanche and uh, that might have been Kazakhstan I'm not really sure but uh, we got snow <laughs> snow coming oh my off gosh the side of this mountain dude this avalanche just that's coming right at him coming right at him and oh my god he keeps zooming out the camera looked like he was so close he kept zooming out and it looks like he's going to be okay, man. I mean, he's he's really far away no, from the snow. It, I think he's going to be. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh gosh. Uh oh, uh, dude, you need to get away, buddy. Oh. Oh my gosh. John blew out my eardrums. So, John, what did you think about that clip? Did you like it? That guy's an idiot. Well, I think he's okay. We got the footage. Somebody he uploaded. He got the shot. I'll say he got the shot, but I'm not doing that. How much do you, no how chance. much? <laughs> okay, for people people listening, the people aren't watching the video, people listening, we just watched an avalanche come down this mountain that was probably like a mile away from this guy with his camera, uh -huh. and then it finally gets to where he is, and it is still going like 100 miles an hour, and he ducks behind a rock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh! Who does that? I don't know, man. But speaking of poop, I bet he has to replace his bloomers after that one. What do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say that's his poop story right there. That oh was my it. Gosh. Everybody got Can it. Can you imagine, dude? You, they. I saw like uh, I don't know if it's on one of those Discovery Channel survival shows or what, but they were talking about like you know avalanche. You get pinned under that snow and you can't move. And you don't know which yeah. direction your body's turns because you could be buried totally upside down, right? So they say you're yeah. supposed to try to spit and see which direction it falls if you can get enough room. Now, I may have just made that up. I might have not actually seen that on Discovery, so do not use my survival advice. I have no idea if that is actually a, a legitimate. You know, but if if you're stuck in an avalanche, and you know, I guess yeah. it can't be the worst thing to do. There, there could be, there could be worse things, I guess. Um, but I do want to answer. Somebody did ask a question. Now, if you will answer this before we get done, any news about Dan Becker? Yeah, we I actually talked to Dan earlier in the week. Uh, he is home. He finally got to go home, and he's healing up, and he's doing a lot better. And uh, we're just thankful he's not stuck in a hotel or a hospital in Utah anymore. So, uh, but he did say the the people at the hospital were very nice. And uh, he could have had, definitely had worse hospital experiences. Oh, yeah. And he said he appreciated all the thoughts and prayers from everybody uh, that were concerned about him. So uh, with that said, Jeremiah, John it's been Kelly. a wonderful hour. It's been a wonderful hour. I enjoyed it, man. Thanks for bringing me to the uh, trivia game show tonight. And I hope you enjoyed my little clips. I had fun. Good luck. Congratulations to our buddy outside. For getting your outside comfort zone, for getting his hands on this awesome chair that I have used eight bazillion times. Uh, don't mind the dirt when you get it, but uh, it's all yours. So just give me your address and we will send that your way. And so for myself and Jeremiah, the king of backpacking, Stringer, y'all have a great one. We'll catch you on the next one. Adios, folks.